Whatever it is you want to do in life, you'll be able to do. It's always you versus you. That it doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are, you can achieve anything that you set your mind to. Spend the rest of your natural life waking up and going after it. This is my purpose, and you will not stop me. You are listening to Mojo Sports. Hello, Mojo Sports fans, and welcome to Season 2 of the InFocus Show. And I'm one of your hosts, Lenny Arrowsmith. Here at the InFocus Show, we take a deeper dive into the lives, background, and aspirations of our guests and hear about them beyond their sporting pursuits. My guest today, she is a vital member of the Broncos team and has been since the inaugural NRLW season in 2018. She provides plenty of strength and agility on the wing, and she was a recipient of the 2021 NRLW Broncos Coaches Award. Demonstrative of her leadership and commitment to personal development and health, she was among a selection of Queensland Maroon members profiled in the 2021 Health and Wellbeing Queensland Her campaign. With the 2022 NRL season underway and two tries under her bout, She's certainly someone we will all continue to watch with interest over her career. I'm delighted to welcome to the show, Julia Robinson. Hello, Julia, and welcome to the InFocus show. It's truly great to have you. Hello, thanks for having me. Very welcome, very welcome. Um, I definitely want to get into it straight away, but I mean, you're in Brisbane at the moment. How's the weather there? It's actually beautiful today. Um, I'm glad it's finally warmed up. It's been like quite cold the last like few few weeks but yeah no beautiful beautifully in sunshine is today well let's get into it um I've read somewhere that you were discovered at your first rugby league game for the defense women's team and uh, your sporting origin story was mostly netball and a bit of tennis until you joined the army at the age of 19 take us back to the beginning before you are where you are now oh tennis I haven't played tennis like when I, when I first played tennis I was probably like five years old <laughs> The career in tennis, that's for sure. But um, yeah, netball was my main sport growing up. Um, I've played since I was like nine. And the only reason why I stopped playing netball was because I joined the army. And I was actually keen to get back into netball when I first posted up to Townsville. Um, when I joined the um, army, I got posted up there in 2018. But then, as you said, like um, decided to play in the army um rugby rugby competition and then got picked up for to play the defense rugby league and we got put into the national championships and yeah that's how I got picked up from the Broncos but did you um happen to watch any rugby or rugby league or anything like that in you growing up or was it all netball until you got to Townsville oh honestly I never really watched NRL growing up um the only NRL game that I can, like, really remember watching, like, the full game of was, like, 2015, the grand final between Broncos and Cowboys. Oh, yeah. that is, that is like, even my my all-time favourite, favourite game I've ever watched in NRL. So yeah. if there was a first game, that's the best. NRL game, yeah, I watched. And it was such an intense game, too. Oh. I was actually, like, my netball coach because I was living with my netball coach at the time. So, um so she secretly kind of got me into the NRL. <laughs> Have you had the chance to sort of meet some of the players, I guess being a part of the Broncos, um, any of the players that were part of that particular uh, premiership game? Um, obviously Corey Parker. Um, Corey Parker was actually our assistant coach in 2019. Yes. Um, the legend himself and uh, Jack Reed too. Like he helped us a lot um in 2018 as well and like he's always a friendly face um around the club obviously he does a lot of um 
development stuff up the sunny coast but now he's a legend like um we talk a fair you know, a few times as well so he's good um I'm sure there's other other ones that I haven't can't remember but yeah now I have seen them and I think there was like a replay of the game or oh, like last year and then I sent a video to Jack Reed um of him I think scoring a try and oh, memories those memories hurt so yeah <laughs> they do I reckon a lot of Broncos um after that particular game it's hard to hate the fact that the Cowboys had won um yeah. because they're all such mates yeah so I mean like you, you've touched on what your um sporting career has been so far and the um origin story so you know you're not just you're not just playing rugby league you do have um another another job I guess you could call it so you're still in the army um what do you do there um and um how do you balance everything um so in the army I'm a dri- like a driver so pretty much a truckie I'm very fortunate in the defense like how supportive they are with um their athletes like yeah. um so I'm part of the elite athlete um program that defense has so that allows me to like get released when I'm in season if I have to go away and like they're all very supportive for that so yeah I'm very lucky to still have a full-time job and still be able to like have my footy career as well. Yeah because um, NRLW isn't exactly a full-time job um, you know there's still uh, you know I guess there's still a lot of commentary and um, a lot of people who are keen to see it become a full-time gig um, were you at um, any point um, look to pursue further the rugby league career and um, put the defence um, to rest um, if it happens that there is a full-time oh, opportunity? Obviously, if we start getting full-time, I guess that's my dream. Like, um, I would love to be a professional athlete and be able to do that full-time um, would be incredible. So I know it's still like, probably a few years um, down the track, but... So I'll definitely stay with defence because, uh, yeah, I still love it and how good they are with me, my sport. Yeah. Oh, that's great that they can be so supportive and even the fact that you even have that current flexibility now. Yeah. So uh, it's uh, no surprise that there are big hits in the game. Um, I imagine the bruises, the tenderness and recoveries is important as a preparation. Now, your debut game against the Dragons in 2018, I remember you came away from that Again, with a rather obvious reminder on your face of how rough <laughs> matches can be. Um, and there have been some other physical reminders of intense play, uh, no doubt. In 2019, you suffered a broken leg in two places, as well as a se- as serious ankle damage. And earlier this year, you had a fractured cheekbone. I guess not much can be done for the face unless helmets are worn. And I don't mean to give you a play-by-play of your injuries. My apologies if that brings up. <laughs> any unwanted memories but first of all are you all healed and recovered all healed my body's good to go um no injuries so far this season which is good I'm glad that I managed to get through the first round without broken cheekbone so um no like obviously you mentioned all those injuries and that's just part of the game like we play a contact sport um we know there are going to be injuries every now and then and obviously it's unfortunate like having um a few injuries that has like stopped me from like being able to like play or um train but I think of injuries as not like a setback but for something that you can I guess grow and improve in other things too um like I feel like 
when I, in 2019, when I broke my ankle, um, I still managed to get back for that season in 2019. Mm. Um, but I knew that I wasn't at my best form because obviously I, wa- I had like a week of full training before I got into the field. So I have, didn't run for like six weeks or however long it was. So <laughs> that was just interesting in itself. Um, but I knew after that year that I just wanted to get fitter and stronger and then just like work on my game. Like there's so much more that I wanted to like, do as an athlete. Um, so you just like, yeah, I feel like you can't use injuries as like a massive setback and tell yourself you can't get back. Just yeah. like use them like, I don't know, like, yeah, make them, make you bigger and stronger when you come out of it. Yeah. It can be pretty tough being in action when you're an especially active person. Did you have great support support and care from your partner, family, your dogs, your teammates? <laughs> yeah, it was very hard for me because I'm one of those people, like, if I'm not doing something every single day, I just feel like oh, I don't know what to do with myself. But um, I still managed to, like, still train. Like, yeah, I had a broken ankle, but it doesn't mean I couldn't do other things. Like, I was still um, going to the gym, um, working more on my upper body, I got so strong in my upper body. I got some PBs for like my bench press and everything like that. So like, yeah, you just like, if one door closes, doesn't mean all the doors is closed. Like another door opens to be able to do stuff. Um, so yeah, my, obviously my partner, um, he's very active too. I remember <laughs> we went on a date and like, I was in my crutches in my car. So we still went to mini golf. We just had to crutch around because we're very competitive. <laughs> so um yeah, it doesn't really. Yeah, it didn't really stop me uh, when I had my injuries. I still managed to do stuff. <laughs> That's true. You say you know if the, if the lower half is out of action, you're gonna get the the top half going. <laughs> yeah. So although since your debut with the Broncos, you've been progressively conditioning your body and you're building muscle to absorb those tackles without compromising speed and agility, no doubt. Yeah. But I'm not gonna lie. I am very very envious of your physique actually all of the top few players <laughs> so recent images of you in the team training has me motivated to get to the gym and pump some iron again do you have a favorite workout or one that you recommend that um is just not utilized as often that um that I don't know someone like me could perhaps look at look at doing in order to get your arms um look like I don't really have like a set program like obviously I have like my strength programs throughout the season and everything um that I get from my SNCs um but I just love like doing my own training as well and I do I'm a bit of a mixture person I just love doing everything like I love um going for long runs I love just doing normal gym maybe even doing some CrossFit kind of training um yeah I just mix my training up a lot I get told sometimes I need like specialize in just like footy training but for me like I feel like you just have to enjoy training too and that's what I enjoy about like just like just something a bit different every now and then like I don't want to be doing the same thing over and over because I feel like it'll be starting to become like I guess a job in a way and you want to be able to like still enjoy what you do um yeah. I just want to do everything I can think of like I was like no I can need like kind of tame down a little bit um but, kind of like in lines with my goals for rugby league but for training for me I just love mixing it up it's good to have that versatility it's really important to shake up your workout I wanted to ask you about your hurdles so what has been um some challenges for you on the field 
on the field. Like obviously um, the talent and I guess heaps of new girls coming through, like the competition is being a lot harder, um, I guess, to like make making teams and not even just like the Broncos team, but even like for Queensland and for Australia that's coming up. Obviously our World Cup coming um, up in the end of the year. Mm-hmm. So on the field is just like being able to, perform every single game um so there's that pressure on the field like obviously you want to play well for yourself but you want to play well for the team as well the pressure and like wanting to perform at your best every single game is getting a lot harder because obviously obviously the competition is getting a lot bigger too yeah that's true I mean there's a lot of um new talent coming through and they're all hungry um yeah they say that um, the hardest position to be in is when you're at the top because you've got a lot of people chasing to get to your possession. So, I mean, kudos to them and, like, also kudos to yourself because, you know, you are one of those role models that's certainly, you know, demonstrated to a lot of young um, women that it's a possible, um, you know, yeah. option. So uh, what has been your biggest challenge off the field? Off the field? Probably, um, I think... I'm better now, but I remember a few years, like maybe 2020, 2021, um, I guess like my social life, like I was like, wasn't going out with my friends or anything like that because I was like, no, nah, I, I want I need to get up early because I need to go training. So I felt like I was a bit too, too focused. Like it's good to be focused, but then there's like too, like too focused and you forget about like, enjoying life as well. And um, that was my big thing is just find that balance. Yeah. Um, balance between like having like having a good time and then obviously and like training um to try and like make teams yeah, yeah. so yeah that was my biggest like I guess um challenge off the field is I just find that balance and having that balance and like knowing that it's okay to be able to enjoy myself and go out um every now and then that was probably my biggest challenge you must set some high standards for yourself because if you, you sort of found yourself in that position where you're focused on you know, the discipline of being, you know, physically ready and having your mind completely set to achieve that particular goal. You just, like, as you say, you sort of put the social aside for a moment. I just feel like that's quite demonstrative of you ultra-focused and, like, very determined. Would would people in your life describe you that way? Oh, yeah. Like, it's always been, like, me. Like, um, I've always been, like, very sporting. That's all I've, like, wanted to do, just play sport. And, like, that's, like, my, be my main focus like growing up in high school and everything like that yeah same with my partner and I we're so competitive like, <laughs> like sometimes like like sport and fitness is a very touchy sub- subject in our household and when it comes to other things as well um for me like my mindset and like determined to like be able to train and just like do my training because I do want to become like a better athlete like I want to like be better than what I was the year before I want to improve um, in everything not just like fitness and strength but like like a rugby league player as well so like each year I give myself like new goals like what can I be better at always think of how I can be better as an athlete as well yeah and do you ever take a break do you ever have a um, downtime for yourself Um, one of my coaches I always like ask him like is it bad if I just continually train like all year round like obviously we had our off-season period and like going through our Christmas time and I just cannot not train I won't be like smashing myself all year round there'll be times <laughs> there'll be times I, I 
if we go on holidays, yeah, I won't be like doing my usual kind of training, but I'll still be doing something. I don't think I could go with like four weeks without doing anything. <laughs> that would have been something, I guess, something new for you when you were recovering but with your ankle. I had a love-hate relationship with a spin bike. <laughs> I never wanted to sit down on a spin bike after I did all my rehab on that bike for that whole period of my preseason. <laughs> um, so I wanted to ask you, what's been the biggest achievement on the field? For myself, it would be with the Broncos winning the three premierships in a row. Yeah. I look back and those were like the best years. 2021 was our first season that we didn't make the grand final. That's okay. Like, just build from there. Like, we just forget that season and we know, like, what our goal is for this season. So, yeah, three premierships was definitely my biggest uh, achievement. Have you had any great achievements off the field? Honestly, I think the biggest achievement for myself, like, off the field is just, like, changing young girls, like, lives in a way. Like, um, I don't know, I've... I get so happy when um, I just see a young girl come up to me and be like, I love you. And like, you're my favorite player. And then they start crying. It's just like, it's the most, like, I don't know. It touches my heart. And just like, because I honestly, I just feel like I'm just the same old Julia that goes to like work every single day. And like every now and then um, puts her Broncos jersey on. But I feel like I'm still just the same old me that before I even played like rugby league so it's like amazing how much you can impact someone's life so I feel like um that's my biggest like I feel like that's my biggest achievement like um like off the field just like being able to like impact someone else's life yeah again I mean you're perhaps one of the reasons why so many young women have joined or tried to get into NRLW um working real hard so Oh, that's great. And um, have you had any funny sort of like fan encounters or moments where it's just been awkward or it's just all been fantastic? Honestly, it's all just been fantastic and I'm been very lucky for that. I wanted to touch on this um, and only if you're comfortable talking about it. Um, like thinking back to earlier when we were talking about that Broncos Facebook um, page and that recent image, there was a picture of you training in a singlet with ball in hand and it attracted more than 200 comments, which contained multiple comments about you that were pretty thoughtless, mean, quite rude, but I'd say indeed disgusting. You called out this trolling behavior on your Instagram and thank you. I thought you did it with such class and you chose not to reveal the identities of those trolls insensitive and mean people I really commend and applaud you for that grace that you granted them and many would not have done that and also very brave of you to reveal that and address the issue and it's reinvigorated the conversation which has been around for a long time actually um, which has been around about such behavior and mean people who feel they have to be so cruel um Julia up to you but whether you want to respond but how are you doing I'm doing fantastic. Like, um, I, I can honestly say, like, when I when I first saw the comments, like, I actually didn't know about the comments until like, my grandma mentioned it to me. She was like, oh, I had those comments make you feel. I was like, what comments? Yeah. <laughs> and then I had a look. Like, oh, okay. It was like, as you said, there was a lot of comments on it. I was like, oh, it's like, I saw the photo, kind of forgot about it, and I just, like, left it because I don't 
as I said on like on my post, I don't really go through the social media. I don't read usually go through the comments or anything like that because, um, but yeah, they don't really take a big impact in my life. Yeah. Um, unless it's like obviously my own family or friends and stuff commenting, then they'll, they'll mean something to me. Yeah, but then obviously like seeing the comments, I was like, oh, it did like hurt a little bit. But then I just I just remember like, look, they, I don't know them. They don't make a big impact in my life. But like, it's just like, it's still not on in a way. And I wasn't going to make a post, but then the reason why I actually wanted to post what I did was more about getting the message out, not just about like people shouldn't be cruel and mean, but more about the message for like no girl should be ashamed about their muscles. Yeah. They should embrace it um, and be proud of having muscles and being strong because I feel like we're still living in like a world like girls shouldn't have muscles or like they shouldn't go to the gym and everything like that. I just still, I just think that like what, why, why is that a thing? Like, the generation has changed now like you see how many female sports there are now and like how incredible athletes like I just like the one athlete that comes straight to my head that I think is just strong powerful and like elite is Tia Tia uh, Claire Toomey she is a woman like she is incredible like why wouldn't any like why would anyone not inspire to be like her yeah yeah, she really is the sort of epitome of that ultra physicality. And- exactly. And the, but you just see, and she's only like that because of how hard she trains. Yeah. And no one would know, like, what she goes through with her training. Um, I could just imagine what she would go through. And I'd, I wouldn't want to go there. <laughs> um, but, yeah, she's incredible. So, like... And that's just something like all girls should be proud of, like be able to go to the gym and be strong. Um, so that, yeah, that was literally like the reason why I want to post it because like, like I know I train hard and work hard for like, um, for like, I guess the athlete I am and I want any girl, any female to be able to do that too and be proud of it. Yeah, that's true. There is a bit of a, I think a bit of um I don't know these strange sort of attitudes around that women need to look like women they need to behave like women and maintain yeah. that feminineness about them everyone be whoever they want to be and like um that's and no one should tell someone that they can't be that or look like that I agree I agree okay. and like I mean obviously that's your advice to um to like all all females out there and you know especially those in in sports um did you speak to a professional at all or you know how did you speak to your family or anything um how's the support been for you after all those posts because there's been a huge um outpouring of support for you I mean like you know NRL journalist Brad Walter Jamie Sauer Dragons coach I mean even the CEO of the Broncos Jackson Hastings and Libby Trickett I mean there's been a lot of people who've definitely come to your side and support um, and also saying that this is just not on. I mean, how's that been? I was not expecting it um, to go out like that and then to get all that support. Like <laughs> I was sitting on the couch and I was deciding whether to post it or not because 
I'm the one of those people I don't like getting I don't know involved into that kind of like that social media I don't know space like um so I was just like with my partners I don't know whether to like uh post it like I'm not because I didn't want to post it to chase like sympathy or like any, or attention. Yeah. Um, but I was a little bit worried about like posting it as well. Like, does it look like I'm just chasing like sympathy or like attention or anything yeah. like that? Whether you're um, looking like you're trying to play the victim here when really it's just you're highlighting something. Yeah. So I did I did not want to like so I was a little bit worried like, if it could have backfire. I was like, yeah. oh, is it worth like posting or anything? I was like, no, you know, I'm gonna post it. Um, I want to get that message out. And it was, yeah, as you said, like all those um, people who support me, I was just like, wow, I was shocked and obviously very grateful for them to, um, yeah, obviously support me. And it just shows like it's such like an important topic to like highlight of like how it's not not right, especially I guess it was like a week after what happened with like say Paul Green. Um, So there's a lot of... I guess talk about that about like mental health like because I guess like I didn't obviously I was fine I didn't get affected by it but if it could if it happened to anyone else they might not have taken it as like as well or anything like that so you just don't know how people are going to take things and like that's why at the end of the day you shouldn't say anything if you're going to say anything mean just don't say it at all yeah <laughs> funny yeah that's actually true um you're right with it being so close to Paul Green's you know really sad death it did bring to the fore you know as you say the importance of checking in with your family being nice to people just being good humans um yeah. and just having those conversations and checking in and you were brave to do it um, I'm glad that you've had the support that you have and um that you you are doing well <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. No, I, honestly, I'm very grateful. Like, obviously, I've done, I've spoken to Lily Trickett a few times and she's a legend. Um, so very grateful for her, all her support. Like, I've done a few, like, podcasts with her already. I was talking about because obviously she's, she's very passionate about that message. Um, and then, obviously, with the Broncos, I'm very grateful to the club. Like, I just love the club. They're so supportive and they... Yeah, they'll do anything for for you. So very grateful to Dave with all his like support that he's given me. So yeah, now I'm very lucky to have such a good uh, support network. Next time on the In Focus Show, we keep the questions rolling and bring to you part two of our interview. Him being a winger, and then that was my first year playing like league. So I started on the wing as well, and so he helped me a lot. So I always like him, but he still kicks around. You have been listening to Mojo Sports. Thank you for your support. It is very much appreciated. The team and I are trying to build something a little different here, so everyone's support is very much appreciated. Continue to support the podcast, download, subscribe, check out our social media channels, give us a follow, and be sure to tell your friends about Australia's best-kept secret. This is Mojo Sports.